Episode 3. Welcome to the seaside village of Bellison. A place of sanctuary, a place of happiness, and a place where plans are already afoot. For months, perhaps longer, an insipid darkness has forced its way into this little hamlet. Piece by piece, the powerful have been replaced, removed, or worse. Meanwhile, the Leonin mercenary known as Dutch is rising from his brush with death, surrounded by those eager to ask questions, but perhaps not so keen to know the answers. All right, here we go. Welcome back to Girls Who Don't D&D. I'm your host and Dungeon Master, Corey, joined by... I'm Stacey, I'm playing Karin. I'm India, which is, I'm playing Freya. And Lana over here playing Morrigan. Ladies, this is your third session, and I actually can't believe we got all the way to a third session, but you're starting to get to know your characters now. So let's say you had a few minutes to go to the shops uh, between the last episode and the bit where Dutch wakes up. So on the way home, you decided, well, bugger it, we'll go get some clothes. Uh, and after realising who you were, the villagers were a little bit... Um, eager to help out or maybe scared either way but they gave you some surprisingly good deals this didn't really cost you any money I guess you've got an account or something like that so who wants to go first what do you look like I'm still the same my hair is sick I'm not changing that (laughs) however this looks like a place that's going to snow so I'm going to get myself a nice big fur coat I was about to say the same thing (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I don't know how to tell you this. This is a podcast. You, you, you have to use your voice in this. <laughs> she always copies me. She's even got the same shoes as me in real life, and now she wants my coat. Yeah. Mm, mm. So I'm getting a big fur coat. I'm also getting a nice quality leather backpack because I got some shit to carry. <laughs> Checks out. Uh, what do you got for me? And Freya. some new boots. And some new oh, boots because yeah, yeah, some skanks wore my boots and now they're ruined. And so not Italian anymore. Or is it just? I should say in this world because obviously there's no Italy. Yeah. That all Italian boots are just made by a guy called George Italian. That's it. <laughs> so they're all named after him. Same oh, with Nike. Okay, they'll be Giorgio Sharmani. Excellent. So what you're saying is this entire village gets by on knockoffs. <laughs> just add shh to the start of it. Those Italian boots aren't looking too good anymore, are they? <laughs> yeah, that's what I would like. And my old boots are just going to go in my backpack in case someone else needs them later. I think these boots might get dirty too, but that's just the world of adventuring. No, because when I, if I have to venture again into some shithole, I'll put those other boots on and keep these ones nice. Excellent. Uh, Freya, what are you doing? What do you look like? Um, I'm thinking Tomb Raider style, so all black leather. Boom. <laughs> Not messing around. Black yeah. makes sense. You are Yeah, you know, well, I'm a, a thief, sneaky, so yeah. I want to be yeah, You couldn't sneaky. go leopard skin. <laughs> I'm so glad no one's going leopard skin, mate. <laughs> would end the game immediately. Just, we're done here. I can't fix this problem. And uh, Morrigan, what are you doing? Well, I can't answer now. I'll be kicked out. <laughs> um, I really like the outfit my person has. Like, she's got, like, the open skirt, which I feel gives me movement and stuff. She's got the cool little tool belt and the thigh-high boots. The only thing I want to change is she's currently wearing a freaking boob tube, which doesn't seem right. So, like, just something with straps or, like, a high neck. Like, it can still oh, be like a, a halter neck. Yeah, a halter neck That'd be nice. Top. That'd be nice. So, everything's supported. And There's a yeah. long history of women in these sort of worlds who have, I don't know, metallic bikinis and that's regarded as defence against gigantic bears and Except kraken. for our stomachs and our chests and yep. yeah. just yeah. our nips are really protected from a stab. Yeah. But, like, I've seen... And pushed up. <laughs> I've seen whole critical analysis done on, like, the armour that's fitted around the boobs, like the curves, and how just inefficient that is in terms of distributing a hit. And, like, yeah, stupid. <laughs> if you can just hit in the right spot, you're going right down the middle now instead yep. of deflecting off. That would actually be far worse. Yeah. I've never thought of it that way. I oh. have thought that woman does not look like she's prepared for combat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, are we ready to play? Absolutely. All Sorry, right. can I just stipulate again with my backpack? 
Oh yes, of course. Um, that there's fresh underwear for all of us in there. Because oh, <laughs> awesome. thank you. It's okay. It's okay. Thank if you, you guys need anything, it's right? Good I've got idea. a backpack full of fresh underwear and some spare boots. Okay, we're good to go. Let's I, go. I would like to point out this will probably never come up again. It's, it's totally coming up again. Is, this is going to be. This is going to happen again. Change of undies. Right. Are we ready to play? We're ready. Yeah. Beautiful. Here we go. It's just three girls, a dragon, and a handful of dice. Some guys telling stories, I'm sure they'll be nice. There will be monsters, monsters, and magic, and fire, and ice, but it's mostly three girls, a dragon, and dice. I'll see the original again. Yeah, we're back to the original. Uh, I didn't have any new ones this time around, but uh, I thought, you know, we'll hit it up with the same stuff we had before because it's such a good little song. It's a it's great a little song. Ditty. I just enjoy it so much. Uh, as we begin episode three, our heroes have uncovered some startling information. In a seaside fishing village, the shattered statue of the majestic Morrigan caught our trio by surprise, as did an unexpected robbery from two teenage girls who seemed to know Freya better than Freya knew them or herself. Finally, and most importantly, the barbarian Karin has been reunited with her handcrafted Italian leather boots, although she has already moved on from those. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, the Leonan pirate Dutch is finally waking up from his brush of a tentacly death and appears ready to talk. What would you like to ask Dutch? Dutch, like, I don't know if it's just me, but like I've been feeling something between us. So are we like a thing or not a thing? Uh, you and I? Yeah, yeah, like, are we, have we, like... No, nah, we wrestled a few times, but in the in the most violent of ways. Okay, all right. Uh, so we were I training just, I together. totally misread that. Okay, yeah. that's fine. I'm, I'm nearly twice your age. I'm, <laughs> I, I'm a little into that. But, uh, <laughs> Which is... but in saying that, that's in cat years, so I'm actually younger. I'm not really sure how it works out. I'm very confused, slightly aroused. But I can, you know, yeah, we'll talk more about that later. We'll okay. talk, we'll talk. All right, well, that was my question. <laughs> Anybody else got anything they like to ask? I do. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thought I was done. Thought I got off lightly, but... Uh, um, and I have two questions. We had something oh. going on. That's true. <laughs> that's, why I, that's why I pretended not to know you in the boat. Like, awkward. Yeah. Jeez, I never she, called she. her. I can't believe she's here. <laughs> Maybe she doesn't recognise me. Um, and now I've just forgotten again. All right, sit down because we got a lot to talk about. How do we know each other, like the girls? Because clearly there's some kind of connection. We all have the same tattoo. How do we know each other? Yeah, Lute said something about the tattoos. He said it was all a bit weird. Um, first of all, did you all undress in front of him? Yeah, we did. All right, look, I don't want to judge, but <laughs> you really need to be careful around the children. Uh, <laughs> but you don't remember what the tattoos are for? We don't remember anything. We woke up in a cage. You don't remember anything? Anything. He's, he's a little bit taken back by the idea, nothing at all. I'd have to say there's only a few people who can make memories disappear for that long. Oh, my God, uh, who is it, Dutch? Well, there's a couple nearby, but I, I'd say that if you really wanted to know the guardians of the lighthouses, they're the most magical people in the area. It takes some supreme knowledge about magic too. They just fried a guy. I ain't going over there. So we, like, wash up on shore, light from the lighthouse, go shining past, 
this poor guy disintegrates in front of our eyes. So we just ran. We ran. We're like, screw this guy. He was guy. one of the guys in the boats. He was one of the guys in the boat. Similar uh, tattoo to us. Not a poor guy, no. He's uh, he's one of the soldiers of Mendelin. That's the island on the other side of the water. Soldiers there. of Mendelin, you say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, the lighthouses are designed to do exactly what they did there. They defend the whole realm. Uh, don't ask me how they did it. It's all hocusy-pocusy stuff, but I can tell you right now, if you don't belong here, the light will send you somewhere else. Oh, so we b- we're fine. We belong here. Is this home? Are we home? Yeah, yeah, this is where you're from. I mean, Morrigan, I mean... All three of us? We're all from here? Morrigan, you are the princess of the Elven regions, so I'm a little surprised you've forgotten part of that. Corinne, it's a bit different for you. Uh, Harkon only found you a couple of months ago. Uh, he's been very secretive since then, but... A we a thing. You and Harkon? Yeah. Harkon's not a thing of anybody. Um, uh, okay. It's, right. it's not his thing. Uh, but he was training you. He said you were far more important than uh, than you thought. Yes. Harkon. Uh, yeah. Freya, I really am sorry. I don't remember you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, was it the booze? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who you are and how you got here, but uh, if your tattoos are the same as theirs, then that's important. You see, the tattoos help you speak to each other. If you have a tattoo that's the same as someone else's tattoo and you're within range, you can hear each other's thoughts. Oh, that's cool. Hey, what am I thinking? <laughs> Number between one and seven. Four. Oh my god! Yes! Was it four? Yes! Oh my goodness! See? I was also thinking four. If oh we want it. Well, of course, you bloody well. The, the word goes into your head. I mean, you can't. <laughs> this is normal for the rest of us. And if you want to talk to someone else, you change the tattoo. What? Can you have oh. multiple tattoos at once? Oh, I haven't seen too many people need to. Wait, does the tattoo itself just change on my will? No, you have to get it done by one of the magicians of the area. But, I mean, most people just have one for their families. What, do they have to erase it and then do it again? No, they can just add to it or subtract a little bit. They're magical ones. They can fade. That's why his was similar because he's communicating with his own. That's why everyone's a similar because they've just got little addition. There's a core tat. Sounds about right to me. Why did you have my stones? I saw the statue. It had a necklace. Like the statue of me had a necklace with all of those stones. And they fell out of your pocket when we were on that ship. Here's how this started. You and everyone else, well, not you, Freya, sorry, don't know how you got here, but (laughs) everyone else, we were in the castle and then you were just gone. I have no idea how the hell anybody got to you, but uh, you didn't wear your jewels the whole time, so we grabbed those and uh, Harkon and I left the same day that you disappeared. He started searching for you for for months. It took us months to figure out what had happened. Uh, He carried everything the whole time. That's why your equipment was on board the ship. It was their ship. I snuck in and became their captain. Been doing that for about two months. Why should we trust you? Like, what's your relationship with us? Well, you should probably not trust me as much as you should trust Harkon and Harkon trust me. So Harkon's been helping you for most of your life. He's the guardian of your area. He's my boyfriend. (laughs) Well, he has all that faith in you. Yeah. It's serious. Well, he found you. He... Well, he bought you. Uh... Yeah, yeah, I know. It sounds strange, really. There hasn't been a report of slavery for centuries, but anyway, that's what he said happened. Don't worry, he might have bought you, but he didn't think he owned you. You were free to come and go as you pleased. You just kept on saying you had nowhere else to be. I thought you were joking. But to be honest, I don't really know where you're from either. It probably wasn't the most well-thought-out rescue, but he didn't know how long he had. There was some sort of spell being cast. Each of you were being trapped. Where's Harkon at? Harkon, I left him on the beach. And as soon as I'm getting you guys back to where you should be, I'm going back for him. Is Harkon the bear? Yeah. Oh, shit. Oh. I'm not banging Harkon. He's not oh. always a bear. <laughs> he can be any, any animal you want, girl. 
He has occasionally been a horse, but he doesn't like to brag. <laughs> we have a special relationship on account of me talking to animals. Um, okay, so what is this place if not home then? Uh, this is the other side of the uh, of your island, so we've just got to find our way across to uh, to the elven realms. Right. They're a fair bit away. Would have been easier if we could fly, but the mountains are in the road, and uh, there's forests to the south of us. We used to be able to go through the mountains via the mines, but uh, no one trusts them anymore. Why, Why not? No one's been able to come out of there for a while. They got people in there. There were people in there, yeah, mining, and they didn't come out. I don't know if you'd noticed around the village, there aren't a lot of men here. You know, you mention it. Yeah. Okay. So everything's fine. We're at peace. Well, it looks like we're not, which is why I think I should get you back to the elven kingdoms and let them know that there's surely something going on. I freaking love elves. I mean, they should do something about the slavery. We, you know, that's an issue. Mm. Yeah, no, I'm not standing for that. Okay, so this isn't home, but it is. this is my, my island. Yeah, well, you're one of the Justicars. Each of them looks over a different region, but they can right. swap regions very easily and... As you probably saw, you know, each town has a little place you can teleport into if you're just a car. You just have to have your statue there and you can beam in. Then why do they smash our statues? Thank you, yeah. Sorry, they did what? My statues, that's how we figured out that I'm from here or connected here. My statue was collapsed. My head was literally on the ground. Whoa, that can't be good. Well, first of all, it means you can't just bounce around like I was hoping. We were just going to teleport you home. That's bloody inconvenient. Secondly... Maybe they don't like you anymore. <gasps> you are delightful, Morrigan. Maybe you can be a thief like me. If <laughs> Freya's got you another job offer straight away. <laughs> I can yeah. see this has gone badly for you. <laughs> Would you like to be a thief? <laughs> Come to the dark side. <laughs> <laughs> okay, on that, Dodge, look, we know nothing. We know nothing from months and months ago. So we've been missing for months. What do you think you need to tell us right now? I think I need you to know how important Harkon is. He's the most important druid I've ever known or even heard of. Although, to be fair, there aren't many druids left. He was the guardian of the house of Naramir. The elves trusted him, so did I. He was your mentor, Morrigan, and quickly becoming yours, Karin. It wasn't an animal he couldn't change into, that guy. Bit cagey lately. Said things weren't making sense. Weren't lining up. Once you get home, I'm going back from him, even if there's nothing left. Well, why do we have to go home? Why can't we help you help Harkon. Like, you, he saved us. If the people of Mendelin are coming for this country, we need to get back and tell everyone now. Okay, fair. They're setting something up, but I don't know what it is. I don't know why they took you over there. Why do you need you? Doesn't make any sense. So we should get back from where they tried to keep us from. That makes sense. We just need to get you home. I think we need to start getting ready. And as soon as he says that, there's a massive explosion on the outskirts of town. What, no sound effect for that? Surely that wasn't hard to find. <laughs> I spent all week doing this other stuff and I was like, I would definitely put that sound effect in when we're doing it. First thing is uh, Dutch sits bolt upright. What was that? And starts putting the clothes on and getting ready to head out. Dutch, darling, do you need a pair of undies or not? <laughs> yeah. he, he says, I've heard they're more comfortable but I'm sticking with what I've got. Uh, he gets his clothes on. Outside, you can hear people already making a lot of noise, the people, the villagers moving around, uh, and in the Shenanigans Irish pub that you live in, even though they don't really know what the word Irish means, but Shenanigans pub that you've been staying Owned in. Owned by Cal and Irish, I assume. <laughs> I would say, everyone here is called George. It's the first name that matters here. <laughs> so, Georgie Irish uh, is the owner Georgia of all the Shenanigans. Shamani. The Shenanigans range of pubs. They're, they're, they're like a, a chain. <laughs> 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 
Shenanigans Irish pub It's a place that we just made up Like the Witherspoon in England <laughs> Yeah, the best onion rings you can find What do you want to do? Just play Truth or Dare or... <laughs> Let's spray each other's hair and have a pillow fight Oh my god, yes! <laughs> oh my god, Dutch and Loot are already out the door <laughs> Shit, loot, Dutch, we're going! <laughs> <laughs> so we're out in the street, and I want you to just have a quick uh, perception, perception roll for me. Ooh. To see if you can see what's going on in the streets, anything different. Seven. And, and add your perception. Oh, yeah. I will do that. I always forget about these numbers. Eleven. I'm just praying for not a four. Twenty! Damn, okay, so a, a critical hit, or a nat 20, or a natty 20, depending oh, on what sort one, of... plus one, so eight. You're ruining the nat 20. Um, when you run out <laughs> the streets, it's busy already. People are all moving in the same direction. They're heading back down to the shoreline. Are they in a panic? Definitely in a panic. Lots They're of freaking. hubbub. Noises I definitely could have put on in the background. Hubbub. A lot of, <laughs> lots of chewing gum amongst the people. <laughs> uh, and you notice the twins. The twins from yet, from before. The twins. Who are boys now? They're back to being the girls now. Right. So that's why you've recognised them fairly quickly. I think if you saw the boys again, you might not recognise them as easily because you only saw them briefly. But as the two girls, you see them running through and they've got good old bump and run move going on again. They're bumping into people Aww. and off they go again. One of them notices you, that's uh, my Freya. Girls. Yeah, one of them notices you, Freya, and gives you a wink. And then in a flash, they blend back into the crowd and they're gone. Uh, I say, see you, sisters. <laughs> <laughs> I love that that's your theory on this sort of thing. Ah, we're clearly related yeah. because they know me. <laughs> Now, the crowd of villagers continues to grow and they're led by a really loud man, an oversized guy uh, clad in long robes, and he's blabbering all these loose comments and you know, feigning bravery and importance. Follow me. I I, am the, I know what's going on here. Don't worry. Follow me. I'll take charge. This seems like a cult. <laughs> instantly. <laughs> you never you know, follow the person in robes. All the Lord never Mayor. But anyway, yes. yeah, you can, you, can, you can jump into whatever you want there. What do you want to do? Are they following... All mate in the road. Yeah, and they are, in fairness, they're not necessarily just following him. Many of them are in front of him. <laughs> He's just mm. trying to make it look like... So they like know where they're going. They're going towards the explosions, which are heading towards... Oh, yeah, let's go there. I want to see what happened. Let's just go with the crowd. Let's just go with the crowd. Sheeple. Come on, girls. Yeah, we're sheeple. Let's go. Is the explosion where the mines are? Ooh. No, back down towards where you arrived on the beach. So <laughs> at the beach, the waves are rolling in and uh, there is, you know, the typical roar of the beach is being overshadowed by uh, the sound of some sort of incredible noise rippling through the air. And as you're moving along the shoreline, huge balls of energy rip through this skyline towards the lighthouse we saw before. They slam into its side and then dissipate, which elicits roars of uh, fear and excitement from this crowd of people. They don't know whether this is good or bad, to be honest. I'd like you to roll some more perception yeah, checks for me while we're doing this. 15. Five. Three. I did. Plus zero. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right. Sadly, Freya and Morrigan, you don't quite notice this, but uh, Karin, you notice uh, that there's already another ball of energy launching out over the horizon, and these balls of energy, you're just, you've decided to already calculate this, your strategic mind is kicking in, and they seem to be between 15 and 20 seconds apart. And so you see the next one starting to come over, and behind that you see yet another one starting to come over, and they're all targeting the same thing. The magical torch atop the lighthouse glows brighter at first, but then fades, leaving a dim, no. humming sphere of faint orange. Uh, words of lost magic seem to echo from the top. And so, in the distance, across a narrow and shallow expanse of water, a simple wooden door marks the entrance to the tower. Oh, my God. Let's Isn't go. Isn't that protecting the That's island? A pr yeah. So I shout out, obviously, I want to protect the people. 
Like, guys are going for Lighthouse. Don't go towards the Lighthouse. Go over there. The people are really just your typical mob. They are not paying attention to you. And sadly, they're paying attention to this large man now. He says, come on to the Lighthouse. I can fix all of this. That's this not is a problem. My... I just swaddle over. I don't swaddle. Cut that out in editing. I strut over. I strut over. I got my axe. I'm like, bitch, listen to me. You get these people out of here. Me and my bitches are going to go into this lighthouse and sort some shit out. Okay, get them out of here. You don't want to fucking feel the wrath of my axe. This killed a freaking kraken, kinda. Roll me a persuasion check. Oh, actually, yeah, no, persuasion at this stage. You're not yeah. really scaring him yet, so persuasion. And you I'm going to say... Persuasion? So my persuasion is minus one. What did you roll? 14. A 14. Uh, he is very self-important. He just, oh. you know, excuse me, excuse And he quickly looks over to the city guards who are coming along as well, as if to say, don't let them too close to me. Don't let people near me. I am their representative, but I am important, so I'm more than they are. So don't, I, I represent them, but if, if not for me, they'd be nothing. And he's lining up that lighthouse. Do we want these people to go near there? No, we want them away from the lighthouse. We're going to the lighthouse. Okay, what's your intimidation like? Well, I was just going to get to that. I gave him a chance, for I am kind. Yeah. <laughs> However, now I'm going to start threatening a few limbs being cut off. Yep. So I say, listen, I'm going to cut your hand off right now. Okay? Guards! Guards, remove this! I've already swung. I've already swung. Wow. It's done. That hand is off. And I'm like, if you want the other hand, you're going to get these people out of here, sweetie. Sadly, he is important enough that he does have bodyguards. So as soon as you start swinging, someone comes across and we're going to do an opposed athletics check, I think would be the best one at this stage. So that's you looking at your athletics one and the guard looking at theirs. Great. I like my odds. And seeing if they manage to cut, you know, cut your attack. That's 10 plus 5. Ah, oh, damn it. They didn't have anything to beat you. you. You flogged them. All right, so it does go straight past. <laughs> but uh, so you are, you are about to kill the mayor of the town. No, I'm about to cut his hand off. He'll be fine. If he wants to keep the other one, he's going to get these people out of here. We're going to the lighthouse. All right, uh, roll the attack. Lana, tell me what his girlfriend. 20. 20. Yes! <laughs> 20. <laughs> Plus three, I'll have you know. That's a clean chop. <laughs> that is a clean chop, and I'm going to keep that in my backpack. <laughs> in a separate pocket to that. That is a warning. Oh. All right, uh, roll me some damage. Here's the thing, when you roll a critical hit, you've never actually critical hit a thing before that can take it. <laughs> the reason people love them so much is it's not that you just get to roll the damage you did. You automatically add the maximum amount. What dice do you normally roll? A 12. Yeah, so you've already done 12 points of damage and now you're doing the next. Oh, this poor oh guy. I didn't know that. <laughs> That's badass. Yeah. It's an eight. So you've got or 20. Three. <laughs> you've just done 23 points of damage. Boom, boom, <laughs> boom, boom, boom. I'll take all your hands. Don't mess with us. <laughs> mm. I think we have a new mayor. <laughs> I'm, I'm holding up his seven hand. I'm the mayor now. <laughs> Uh, this this doesn't bode as well for you as you may think. You uh -oh. you have just killed the mayor. I didn't. I took his hand. He's fine. The mayor's hand was well known. He'd used it to wave his way into power, passing the people in the streets and kindly welcoming them into his own home, always making them feel as though he was one of them. He'd used it to hold the head of a baby halfling before planting a vote-winning kiss on its forehead. He'd used it to sign the paperwork that funneled funds towards an unknown project that he had promised would reward the council handsomely. And they agreed because he had always reached out to shake their hands with such warmth and grace that none questioned his morality. But in the dark, he was far more heavy-handed. 
His clenched fist crushed rebellion. A flicked hand ended lives, and a firmly gripped blade sliced through skin to make a simple sacrifice. A single drop of blood to close the deal. He was the mayor of the first village in a new empire, and his new god was rising. And he would see none of it, as his deals and victories and handshakes meant nothing to a golden axe swung with righteous momentum and sudden indignation. And the city guards are all marching straight towards you. Dutch grabs loot and says, run, loot, run, and bolts for the lighthouse. And if uh, they get there first, we'll just lock the door, right? Well, there's a small expanse of water to get across first. Um, maybe I <laughs> did not, <laughs> I absolutely did not expect you to murder the, the mayor. <laughs> Uh, well, you're playing with us. Yeah. What did you expect us to do, Corey? I expected you to walk to the door. <laughs> <laughs> Corey, I wanted to get the people away from the bolts. You said there was bolts of energy coming. I wanted to move the people. They're hitting the lighthouse. So the people probably weren't going to go too much closer to you that lighthouse. You don't know that it wouldn't have missed? That is true. That is very true. Although was... it does look like they've got their sights lined up. They've been hitting that thing. Other than that, I probably would have just gone to the door. <laughs> But, <laughs> but now, mayor, now so. you've got people who are really angry and the town guards are marching towards you. They don't really know what's happened yet. <laughs> like they're just surprised. But the bodyguard who tried to block you before uh, is going. He's just screaming out, they've killed the mayor! They've killed the mayor! We've got to kill All him. Right. <laughs> is this still my turn? We just start murdering everyone. <laughs> I hold- <laughs> Shut him up! Shut him up! I'm giving you a turn before you, you know, before you might have to fight the uh, the city guards. From the experience you had previously with the city guard, you know they will beat you. Oh, okay. So uh, this, they will get you in numbers. Nothing more than that. They're not better fighters than you, but they have waves after waves of their own men, and uh, they will be able to eventually overpower you. So the question is now, <laughs> what are you gonna do? Fucking run, run. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I hold up his severed arm. Chuck it in your bag. Let's keep and it. And I say, look, I'm keeping this. Souvenirs. <laughs> <laughs> Chuck it in my bag. And I'm like, girls, let's run for that door. We're going to lock that door. I'm sure someone here has some kind of power to lock it behind us, sort enchant of. the thing. Because we have good intentions and it only kills people <laughs> with bad intentions. And we have great intentions. The, the beloved mayor is slowly dying <laughs> on the shore. He's been the mayor for 57 years. He bought health care to the region. Uh, <laughs> oh, and the town no, folk are no. just devastated. You wouldn't let me cauterize the wound. That's your fault. <laughs> I don't think it would have actually... I think it would have been... The townsfolk would have gone, why are you burning him as well? What is wrong with you people? Burn him right. enough. Uh, <laughs> you're going to hightail it across. There's these rough rocks between where... You know, like lo- most lighthouses aren't in a nice secure spot. They're in oh. a difficult spot. So there is a gap between the edge of the uh, beach so that you can see and where the lighthouse is. We're going to need a dexterity check mm-hmm. to see whether or not you can get across that easily. So check this for me. 16. <laughs> <laughs> two. A, a two. Plus. Add, add plus. Yeah, it's... 24. <laughs> <laughs> Where's my dexterity? Oh, two. So four. Four. Okay. It's four. Anyone who I rolled. Say, I got oh, no, 17. Plus five. Excellent. Hey. Sorry. 
I'm sorry I got you guys in this mess. At least I'm the one suffering. <laughs> if you if you rolled above uh, 11, you bolster your feet in place, and as the waves sort of hit you as you're crossing over, uh, the you know the impact of the waves doesn't knock you in. However, if you do worse than that, the wave somehow knocks you into the water and against some of the rocks, and that's 1d4 damage. That's how much damage you just you've just taken. So what you do is you roll oh, that no. and check the number at the bottom of the dice. How do you know? Look, this. Because it's the one that's. Oh, popular. they all say three. Yeah. I see. So I you've see. just taken three points of damage. So have a look at your hit points. My and, hit points. and subtract three from uh, 32. that. 32. So you're doing pretty well. It's not really bothered you that much. Uh, for everybody else, you stagger across the waves. Another ball of energy slams into the side of the lighthouse. In the distance, you can see the guards. The guards are looking at that same crossing. There's a bit of swimming involved and looking at their armour and thinking this is the wrong time to be crossing. They're also murmuring something about the water in the first place and being uncomfortable. Oh, uh, you know, it doesn't, they're not saying much about it, in this, but it's sort of saying, hang on, hang on, and a couple of them are starting to try and start taking each other's armour off. It takes... It's just actually an official Dungeons and Dragons thing. It takes 10 minutes to remove heavy armour. <laughs> so they're there, but they're also looking at you and thinking, you're going nowhere. That's a lighthouse. There's no escape from the lighthouse. So they're looking at it thinking, well, we've got to cross over. Yep. We'll cross over. Are there piranhas? There are no piranhas, no. And you can easily help Karin back out of the water. It was just that she got knocked I mean, in on the way. There is a kraken somewhere. <laughs> it's probably not just <laughs> in the shallows. <laughs> it's just this massive thing. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, you've got good athletics, right? Yeah. Kaya, can you help uh, Karin out of the water? I have good aerobics. Acrobatics? Aerobics! <laughs> you do not have aerobics. Acrobatics? <laughs> right, it's fine. I've actually got good synchronised swimming, so I'm fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> acrobatics. That's not what you can, said. Can she roll for acrobatics to help her out of the water without falling in herself? It's not really so much a problem getting back out oh, of the sweet. water. We're no, not going to worry about that or anything. From the top of the tower, you can hear that magic spell being cast. You don't understand it, but you know that this is the sort of language of somebody uh, casting spells. Strangely, as you walk up to the lighthouse, you walk through the shield with uh, apparent ease. The door before you is simple enough, wooden frame, um, some light carvings on the outside with a rectangular metal slot for mail and no doorknob, no keyhole. Ooh. Through the slot, you see two little goblin eyes behind thin rimmed glasses. No visitors, no visitors today. We're busy. Yes, very. Vinny, deal with them. It murmurs something and then the most extraordinary thing happens. The carvings start to change. New <laughs> images etch themselves into the surface. But that's not even the impressive bit. The metal male frame bends and curves into two lips. And then the door talks. <laughs> well, aren't you lovely? Like long, tall glasses of milk that someone forgot to stop pouring. I don't get it. Was that an insult? It sure is. To who? All of us. Milk is delicious. He just compared us to milk. He did, but then he said it didn't stop pouring. So you're a spilt glass of milk. So we're too pretty. I think there's two ways to read that. <laughs> <laughs> we're choosing the nicer way yeah. because, let's face it, look at us. <laughs> um, okay, can I use my mage hand to go through the lips? Wow. And gouge the eyeballs out of the little gremlin chips. What yeah, is wrong <laughs> with you people? He's not... Uh, he's he's really nasty you don't even head. know if he's a bad person yet. I don't, uh, I don't care. I haven't got time to learn. <laughs> No. You just said one no and you went full well. That involves your death. Brian doesn't like no. <laughs> All right, the mage hand. What does the mage hand look like this time? Oh. We've, been, we've not been doing that lately, so I thought... Oh, we this one got a pedicure, bitch, because we I are mad. I think so. And I want um, oh, almond-shaped nails. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, that's Good nice. Good for gouging. 
in my head, because I don't know how, what that actually means, they're actual almonds. So <laughs> your finger, your hand of actual almond fingernailed hand goes through the slot and vanishes. What? Protection spell. Is it because that... Uh... Yeah, like even energy bolts wouldn't hit that lighthouse. But we got through. Oh, magic doesn't get through. Magic doesn't get through. Right. Types of magic. So the first shield you went through is probably not the same as the second thing the door is being protected by. Right. How about you decide who can get close enough to the door to make a perception check? It's not really enough room for everybody. So who wants to get close enough to the door to have a look? Who's at got it? good perception? Where does plus ones? I'm plus zero, sorry. All right. Either of us. Where's mine? Oh, I'm only plus one. Yeah. I'm out. I'm plus zero. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> 17 plus 1 is Excellent. Not 19. bad at all. Uh, when you get close to the door... <laughs> sorry. Did talk, you say 19? Talked over your slow math. <laughs> did you say 19 just now? Fred, did you say 19 just now? <laughs> trying to get away with it. Always trying to get away with something. Her perception's not good. Even you yeah. roll, Carrie. She's even numbers now? That's She's a character math now? in the game. <laughs> That's the character in the game. Uh. I'm going to check your pockets when you leave tonight. <laughs> No problem at all. You have noticed something on the door. The etch etchings on the door, they are moving around for starters. So they're changing and cutting away as you look at them. And they look like trails that are linking different pieces together. Uh, as that happens, the door laughs a little bit at you. What a remarkable outfit you are surrounded by. I've eaten month old meat that had more taste. Have you seen Lara Croft? Like the Angelina Jolie? <laughs> <laughs> that is what I look like right now. <laughs> Oh, hell oh. no, he did not just say that to you. Oh, hell no, oh, he did no. not just say that to you. This door doesn't have <laughs> eyes. What, the, what is it talking about? You don't even know shit. It's talking smack. While you're waiting for the door to apparently insult you again, uh, energy bombs continue to come over oh, yeah. the water and hitting the tower. Once every now and then they crash into it. When that happens, you all have to ro roll for me another dexterity check. Let's see just... what happens to you. 21. You just stand there. You are not interested in this sort of stuff. I mean, you must have already hit your Lara Croft pose. You mm. were getting that down and, like, it actually holds you in a good stead when, it, when some sort of giant ball of energy hits you. What else do we get? Karin. Eight. Uh, you have been knocked flying. You're going to take 1d6 damage while you get thrown against the rocks by this huge ball of energy. Why? So roll me a d6 and take some more damage. Now you've got to do the six this time. So the energy just hit the side of this thing. It just disrupts everything. Everything gets buffeted around and you get thrown loose. Yep. You know what a six-sided dice looks like. I don't know anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I actually don't know anymore. But that's the one. Let's see what you do. It's a one. It's a one. It's a bloody one. A death of slow cut. So that comes off your hit points. And Eleven. Eleven. You also take the hit nicely. Must have held on to something while you're doing it. Uh, Dutch and Loot managed to also get hit without being knocked too far. Can I burn this motherfucking door down? You can absolutely try. Sweet. Well, I've got two different fires now, I think. Well, you've got one that I think is a cantrip, so you can do that more regularly. Oh, yeah. Yep. Well, fair enough. Um, then that that's the one I'm going to do. Excellent. Roll me a d20. Let's see what you do. Six plus five is 11. Not surprising you do hit the door. It's not moving and you're sitting next to it, so it's not a big deal. But it has no impact whatsoever. Uh, but as soon as you say it, the door. It's a shame I don't have hands. It makes it hard to give you all the middle finger. Oh, this door got some real fucking attitude. I'm taking my axe at it. <laughs> all right, let's rip with the axe. Nice. Another d20 and add your two hit. It's a 14. 
My hit is five. Even with a 19, the axe hits the door and wow. bounces back. Uh, nothing seems to happen. The door laughs again. Uh, I'd like to address this shit sandwich you're making here, but I'm having trouble figuring out which of you is the bread. Oh, I hate this freaking door. This door is so freaking rude. Uh, Frey, you're still at the door. Would you like to yes. give me another perception check to see what else you notice about those etchings? Not a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Two. Even though you know they're doing something, you walked up and you went, ah, door doesn't have a doorknob, everyone. And the door says. My goodness, ladies. My door. I shouldn't need instructions. Oh, did oh. we not try knocking? He's mocking us. Oh, yeah, should we try knocking? <laughs> should we just open? Definitely the door doesn't open when you try to push or anything like that. Okay. It's a handle shot. and stuff. Yeah, no handle. It doesn't just open. Yeah. Um, up to you what you'd like to do next. Are we... Can we try knocking on the... Yeah, it's your turn. You want to try knocking? So you knock on the door. No, it's a secret knock. Yeah. Okay, you, you did the secret knock. <laughs> and strangely, the secret knock, which is universal, <laughs> is the incorrect knock. The door says, look at you. I'm guessing your inferiority complex has an inferiority complex. Oh, my... The, door's, what... name, the door's name is Vinny. Oh, That's what he said earlier. That's what the goblin said earlier. Vinny, deal with them. And then he disappeared. So even ah. if you had got your magic through his thing, the, the goblin had actually left. He only looked, saw stuff coming in. Oh. We haven't got time for this. And off he went. Uh, but, um, yeah, he, he's asked Vinny the door to do this. Give me another perception check. I've got 13. Yes, that's okay. This time you can see something different. Oh, As right. you move close enough to the etchings, you notice there are little dots at the end of each etching. So the lines are swimming around the page and there's a little dot at the end with, with wings. They look like little winged dots uh, leading each of the trails. They're going somewhere. As that happens, another ball of, of energy smashes into the side of the lighthouse. Everybody give me another dexterity check to see if you can stay standing or get knocked loose for some more damage. 13. Okay, anything above 10 and... <laughs> <laughs> I am going down. <laughs> All right. So, Karin, this time you were ready for it. Maybe you should have warned them. You're like, oh, another one got ready, got in a good stance, and this time the other two got knocked flying because, Freya, what did you roll again? Nine. And Morrigan, what did you roll? Six. Excellent. So, both of you take uh, 1d6 damage. Okay, now I usually roll low numbers, so let's hope. <laughs> Two. That's right. That's how my girl roll. Two points off your hit points and only one for you. Karin, at the same time, though, you were like, man, I did not move at all. I'm fine. But a brick from the top of the tower oh. gets dislodged. Can you also roll me another dexterity check? But this time at advantage, you were in a good spot. So 2d20 and see if you can dodge it. So pick your highest number. Oh. 20. Because right. that's how one, I do. Was yeah. the other one 19? You got the another one. 13. Oh. Man, you're good. You must have a, like a 50% ratio. I reckon. Okay, so what happens is the uh, the brick lands right next to you and you pretty much watch it. You do that Spider-Man thing where you look at it as it's floating in the air, look away, look back at it and it's still there because you had so much time to move. You were like coolly just getting out of the road. Okay. Uh, nonetheless, the door is, as you would expect, not impressed. Don't be ashamed of these rather consistent failures. I'm sure your parents are already doing that for you. Joke's on them. We don't remember our parents. <laughs> <laughs> ha ha to you, door. I don't know who I am. I don't know who they are. <laughs> I feel no shame. <laughs> Karin, you're still standing. The other two are slowly getting back to their feet. Yeah. There's more energy balls coming over the horizon. You can see them. So it's only a matter of time before you get hit again. What would you like to do? I turned to my girls. I said, girls, 
get up, you're fine. What are Lute and Dutch doing right now, by the way? Dutch is more worried about Lute in these situations, so he's yeah. covering him up. Lute's quite small, uh, but their perception's not that good, and they're not really problem solvers. Dutch has five different guns. He buys guns for different situations. Okay. This is my, you know, skeleton-killing gun. This is my fish-killing gun. <laughs> Dutch will shoot the door. And that's not magic. It is just a bullet going towards the door. <laughs> if my accident work... If the main chain didn't work, if your firebolt didn't work. I do like shooting shit. I don't know <laughs> if a shot is going to work. Fair enough. Look, I don't really know how to help you here. Am I using too many syllables? Is syllables too many syllables? <laughs> I'm using that at work. <laughs> uh, would you like to roll another perception check? I just rolled a 19. The dots um, have little moving wings. I've said that before, but they look like flies. They're vibrating wildly, but they're not really going anywhere. Uh, if anything, the lines lead to carvings that look like liquid, thick, viscous, runny liquid. Honey? Honey-esque. How many flies? Lots of flies stuck Lots in the... Flies. Yeah, caught in the honey. Ooh, are they alive? No, they're dead. Oh, the smell. Well, they're not real <laughs> flies. They're etched flies. <laughs> Freya complains about the, f- the smell. <laughs> the door speaks again. Interesting fact. If your parents got divorced, they'd still be family. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I like that one. <laughs> I do not. That's not your best one. Oh, <laughs> well, I don't know. I'm sorry. They'd be my family, but they wouldn't be each other's family. I'm using that for oh, work. Oh, yes, they would because they had me. I was saying they were family before. Oh, <laughs> that's disgusting. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean for these to be insults, just highly accurate descriptions. <laughs> Your story's hella rude. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> All right. So, yes, you've noticed in the door lines leading towards things, little buzzing things that seem to be heading into a thick, viscous liquid. Very difficult to say. And they are stuck in there. You catch them that way. You catch more flies with honey. So do we compliment the door? Is <coughs> hey, Vinny, you're looking mighty fine there. You're well built. And might <laughs> I just say that you really just hold your ground. Just love and the confidence, Vin. Aren't you precious? When the door opens just a little bit. <laughs> Come on, ladies. We know how to do this. We do this all the time. Vinny, I'm so sorry I was rude to you. But when I was growing up, I think, the saying was treat a mean, keep him keen. I guess I'm a little too attracted to you. Are you twirling your hair at the moment? Karin <laughs> <laughs> is twirling her hair as well. Um, I guess I was just intimidated by your wood looks. Oh, God. Oh, God. Well, Ooh, delightful says the door and opens just a little bit further. Still not quite there. Dutch yells out, You're a nice door, mate. I don't have much else to offer. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't seen many better doors. No, no, no. Nice knockers. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, With a sudden whoosh, the remaining magic lifts from the door and leaves the wooden frame behind and a faint glow beckons from within. Behind you, the guards are actually getting pretty close now. They've <laughs> taken off their armour, though. <laughs> uh, so they haven't quite got their armour off entirely, but they've decided how much their armour they can risk leaving on as they're trying to get across to you. As you enter, what do you say to Vinny? Vinny, you are so sexy and strong. 
do you door, think that you could... The door could... slams shut straight away. <laughs> he's like, oh, hell yeah, that was great. Yeah. <laughs> do you think you could keep those guys out? Do you think you could do that? Oh, it would be my pleasure, young lady. Now, let's begin, shall we? The door slams shut and you see the guards trying to rush up to the door, banging on it, and they don't get there. Uh, you hear one of the guards, one of the guards is yelling out at the door, Damn you, Kuzo! Nihilus, let me in! I demand! And the door seems to get even more closed as he starts to make demands. And that's the last time you'll be dealing with the door of insults. <laughs> Good old Vinny. I love Vinny. You want to know Vinny's full name? Yeah, go on. Vinny Gar. <laughs> <laughs> You catch more flies with honey than vinegar. (laughs) (laughs) I warned you, Vinny, said the girl with golden orange hair. We shouldn't have come. Come on, honey, just a little bit further, was Vinny's reply. For a man as unlikable as he was, a lot of people found it difficult to say no to him. He'd just wear them down if they tried. He was short, round and balding, with tufts of black hair erupting from the sides of his head, as though even they were hoping to be somewhere else. But honey... She loved everything about him. Which was odd, because Vinny had never been taught the phrase, if you can't say something nice, don't say anything at all. And he struggled to see the good in the world, and Honey couldn't see anything else. They walked slowly past the sign that warned them not to approach, as waves crashed around them. They pushed the strangely unlocked door into the magician's chamber at the base of the lighthouse, and watched as it swung open. They stepped inside a kitchen and were quickly drawn to an intriguing item on the table. See, I told you there'd be something magical here, said Vinny. Vinny, I'm telling you, this is a bad idea, worried Honey. But Vinny took her hand, and she took a breath, and they reached out and took the curious gadget. And then they were gone. A small goblin entered the room, having heard an unusual noise. He scrunched his nose in confusion, and turned his head left and right, but found nothing of concern except a favoured item of magic that had strangely found its way to the floor. He walked to the door, now slightly ajar, and pushed it closed, and for a moment he was sure the door sighed. Oh, fuck no, it said. We're trapped. You burst into the bottom floor of the tower, lunging out of the way of another ball of energy that slams into the shield. You hear the guards get flung around all over the place on the outside. And then you start to float, not in water, but in air, arms and limbs flailing around. Anything loose is spinning away from you, ricocheting lightly off the walls and hovering back across at new angles. High above you, a shimmering reflection mirrors the room, creating a warped kaleidoscope of hanging and spinning appliances. You watch as a twirling pot of goulash bounces against the rippling material and starts drifting back towards the ground. Apparently, you're in the kitchen. There's a magical toaster, dangling cutlery drawers, wobbling cups and mugs, a chopping board, dinner plates, tongs, knives, sporks. They pretty much only use sporks in this world. <laughs> <laughs> barrels, barrels, chairs, and even a few books. Oh, it's a floating book. And a vase. All hanging gracefully, except the goulash. What would you like to do? Goulash couldn't possibly hang gracefully. That was my theory there. Um, yeah, we're floating. Can we I look up? Because, like, it's a tower, right? Can we look up and around to the stairs can we do or a, way yeah. up? Well, above you, where the uh, end of this field of anti-gravity is occurring, um, is a lack of reflection. You know when you look above and you look into water and you look up and you can sort of see that shimmering Ooh, look, but you can't see yeah. past it? That's what it looks like. So it kind of makes it look like there's even more things floating around. Ooh. But Can I use 
my fire to propel us up. You really love your fire. You really are Iron Man. I was. <laughs> <laughs> it does propel you towards the uh, towards the top, and That's as you good. start flying towards this little reflectiony bit, when you hit it. You just bounce back down and it pushes you back down towards where you were before. Uh, you can see other things are bouncing off it as well. So as soon as you touch the top of this roof, the whole room springs to life. The toaster shoots toast, the knives fling themselves in your direction, tongs pince awkwardly towards you, cups and mugs come flying. Everyone roll me a D6. Six. Two. Is it two? We have two twos. Both of you get stabbed by knives. Oh, man. One D6. Is loot with us? Uh, Lute is still with you, yes. He's floating oh. around as well. Yeah, so he's, he's he's ready to go. He's fully packed up, ready to go if things go bad. Who got for stabbed? You, you and both me. did for six more. Save oh. Oregon. We might roll a one. It's probably fine. I rolled it's a, a five. <laughs> All right, so take five off yours, two off two. yours. Morrigan, you get slashed right along your arm. It's quite a deep cut. Uh, Karin, you kind of deflect it away and it gives you a little nick. Freya, on the other hand, gets hit by a book. Oh, she's uh, fine. I'm fine. Yeah. Take two more points of damage. You don't even get to roll. It's just two. I can tell you the name of the books if you want. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, yeah. there's the books. Uh, one of the books, that, the first book that hit you was um, called Catch 23. It's a sequel. <laughs> <laughs> the Man's Plain Tale. <laughs> the Man's Plain Tale. Uh, there's a book in there called Mary Shelley by Frankenstein. <laughs> <laughs> Next time you get hit, it'll be by Wuthering Bites. <laughs> What you notice next is there's a splash above you and you see some sort of appliance falling through, but not one of the kitchen appliances, uh, something a little bit unusual. And then you see a little hand, a goblin hand, <gasps> sneak below the surface of the shimmering material and grab the appliance and pull it back through. Um, can I breaststroke up? Yeah, like Willy Wonka style. Yeah. <laughs> well, you can probably push off something if you wanted to. The There's lots of different things. But, okay, can I just remind you, when I hit something, everything attacked us. So maybe we don't want to hit the wall again. Ah. Oh. Maybe, can we talk to the people? Can we, can, it, yeah. can we, like, hey. Like, throw a rope a down. Throw a rope down. Yeah, there's no response. Could I bounce off these things with my aerobic skills? Uh, you want to use your aerobatics, acrobatics, aerobic aerobics. style. Yeah. To propel yourself <laughs> off She's something. Lunge her way. Off, um, <laughs> like the chair to the... Table. You're going to bounce off all the different pieces. Do it. Let's see what you roll. <laughs> and add that score with your aerobic score. Five. <laughs> uh, and you miss as you're trying to reach one and you just fall short of trying to grab one. It was a good idea. Oh, it was a good idea. Thank you, guys. In the meantime, though, everything in the room tries to get you again. One D6. For roll all it. of us? Yeah. Ugh. I got one. A one. Two. Six. On a one, Karin gets belted by a piece of toast, <laughs> but nothing. No major damage, just toast slaps you in the face. Uh, the, on a two, you get hit by knives again, so another D6 oh of God. damage. Okay, so now I get damage. Yes. <sighs> so maybe it's a one again. And Freya, you got hit by a book again. Books don't like you. You don't like reading, books don't like you. So uh, another, and you only take two more points of damage there. Did you just roll a five yes, more damage? Yes, I'm down to five in total five. health points. That's well, it. Well, Loot is still here. So Loot will roll and see if he can help you out a little bit and give you a bit of health. All right, so Loot realises you're in a, bit of, in a bit of trouble and he casts Cure Wounds and he just taps you. Yeah, uh, so he taps you on the shoulder and gives you back three points of healing. Yeah, thanks, man. Three more points. So... Uh, 
some help you are. You're welcome, he says. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Thank you, little man, for the little healing. Yeah, yeah. He says, I'll try again in a minute. I'll try again soon. How else do we wish to solve this problem? Okay, so the piece of information of that, we're floating. Yes. Every time we hit the wall? Anything in the room at all. Anything. It, it behaves like you're in an anti-gravity chamber. You bounce around a bit. That moves in a different direction. Hey, do an arcana check. Oh, ho, ho. 20. God damn. First of all, your, your nat 20 allows you to recognise the device that fell through before. Uh, it initially, you had no idea what it was. It just looked like a metal tube. But then after that, you sort of thought, this is a gun. It's definitely capable of shooting something. Uh, and finally, you recognise that it's a quite a rare device. Lots of car- carvings in the surface to make you think, well, that's very well put together. It's a wild magic alteration gun. It's the gun that can make magic do all sorts of wild, crazy things. And you would know that wild magic is the sort of magic that is untrustworthy. It does crazy, bizarre things, brings things to life that should not be brought to life. I don't know who I am, but I know all the history of this wild magic. I like that. That's a nice loophole. You, it's, it's things are coming back to you. Cool. Some like things it. are coming back to you. So a wild magic gun that we cannot trust is what has come through. Uh, it, well, you can't trust the sort of magic it makes. It does insane things with magic. Does that help? <laughs> not, not at all. I'm, I'm, I mean, I notice as a gun, I notice that it like, does things that I shouldn't trust. So a perception check would be good as well. 17. That's pretty good. 15. Five. Okay, so everyone except for Freya notices, and strangely, because Freya's already done this, notices that the items seem staggered at different levels around the edge. You know, like a level one, a level two, a level three. So some of the things like the floating chopping board, uh, you know, this height, and just above that is maybe the, uh, the pots that you could probably swing across to and control your different levels of height. The last thing is just that you noticed that when we saw the gun fall into this stuff, the hand was able to reach in and pull it through. Ooh, did it drop it in or did it pull it through? It dropped it in there accidentally, I'd imagine. Why would it go back for it? But it reaches in and pulls that back through. Right. Um, okay, what do you want to do? Not be in this weird, magically attacking yeah. this room. Could I, I could- maybe lightning strike the top and see what it does? <laughs> Yeah, why not? Okay. <laughs> okay, so you are going to use shocking grasp. You actually have to be up there to grab it, though. The shocking grasp is one you've got to hold things. You don't shoot lightning. You, you grab it and let the lightning come out of your hand. But as I as I was saying a second ago, it does look like things are sort of staggered in different ways that you could probably get between them. All right. So if I attempt to jump again to yeah. one thing and another and then grasp. Yeah, give me a shot. Eight plus five. Not good. Surprisingly, oh. you make it up one level. Okay, I'm on the level. <laughs> You've made it up one stepping stone, mm-hmm. so cool. to speak. Uh, what would everyone else like to do? Should we follow suit? Mm. Um, I've I've got this misty step thing, teleporting thing. Can I use that to just teleport myself up onto like a, a top? Because I can go you as can far as I can see. Absolutely, yeah. You can definitely teleport yourself to the top tier and just sit on something. Yeah. Something. Yep. So you misty step your way to the top of this thing and sort of look down and. Mock everyone else for not yeah. being able to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Karin, what would you like to do? Yeah. No, there's no one to kill here. So I guess that I'm going to use my athletic skill and I'm just going to be like flipping and cartwheeling and backflipping up these things. Okay, let's see what happens. Because I am very athletic. 
Five plus five. You make it up one level. You can't okay, wheel I'll around, swing this way, swing that way, a couple of extra loops, a couple of forward rolls. Okay, the, I make it up a level. And you I'm went, with Freya. And then you only go one level. Yeah. Am <laughs> I with Freya? Yeah, different thing. You're not boasting on the same like chopping board or anything like that, but you're on a different thing. <laughs> well, Titanic. Yeah. <laughs> I want Freya. I want you to go have lots of grandchildren. <laughs> uh, but everything in the room tries to hit you again. So roll me a d6. That'll tell me what happens to you. Three. Three. I don't want to. I could die in a kitchen. <laughs> three. That's so weird. Um, three is a whole bunch of tongs start coming towards you, <laughs> clicking away, and they are pincing rather hard, but they do no damage. Oh. I mean, you guys are in incredible shape. These things yeah. are having difficulty finding any fat to cling on. You're about 2% two, <laughs> two fat, but it will find that 2%. Uh, let's try and leap up another level or two, yeah. see yeah. what happens. 14. You make it up two more levels. That puts you just one one level from the top. Am I trying to flip? I'm still So you're on level four, you're on level three. That's a 12 plus a five, so it's a 17. Uh, You make it to the top level. Woo, yeah, I do. Okay, so now you're just hanging below this shimmering surface of some sort of weird field. You know you can't push on it because it'll bounce you away. What do you Should want to do? Should we try Morrigan? She's a queen and a sorceress. Who's going to let her through? Uh, it just Every time you push it, it actually makes you feel like it's it's not going to let you through. Should I bring my hand out? <laughs> so, Frey, you're going to cast uh, your mage hand again. And, of course, as you know, if last time it had almond fingers. So what would you like your mage hand to look like this a time? A white flag. <laughs> <laughs> Please. Um, I'm just going to put a ring on it. That's all. <laughs> oh, I love that. It's a married hand. Yeah. That's all there is. That's it. That is it. Wow. All right. So you cast them. The where, What are you doing with this? Oh, I just want to I just want bring it up there. F- feel. Maybe this is an off switch for this thing. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So your mage hand appears an and you can't, really, you can't really see it as it as it looks around for the off switch. Uh, and, and, and sadly, I'm disappointed to tell you, no, there isn't Damn. one. Damn. Could I could I grab us? Yeah. Oh, great! You can I'm reach gonna, through the surface. I'm going to reach through the surface, and I'm going to grab all of us. Well, one of the times probably Maybe not one about of the it. Time. <laughs> do, you want to do all three? Yeah, I got five fingers. <laughs> the mage. <laughs> I'm going to grab the pinky. <laughs> I do notice Karin tries to steal the ring. Yeah. But uh, the hand comes through and pulls you through the uh, to the next perfect level of this tower. Uh, when it does that, though you have a strange memory come back to you. Hi, my name is Sandros, and this is my daughter... Savage. And we're playing the memory of Freya. This isn't fair. Oh, come on. No, it isn't. Every time I play a game, you cheat. It's not cheating. You have an extra hand. It's not a real hand, it's magic. That does not make it better. In fact, I think it proves my point. Name one game where having an extra hand... A magical flying see-through hand, Dad. Yes, a magical flying see-through hand. (sighs) Name one game where having an extra hand is an advantage. This game, Dad. Snap. Snap is the name of the game where it's unfair to have an extra hand. (laughs) Yeah, well, I guess it is. Would you like to learn how to do it? What? I... yeah. Yes. Okay, but don't tell your mum. That is the memory of how you learned how to use that spell from your father. Who are those people? That was Sandros and Savage, two uh, two listeners, who uh, who put their time in to um, to Aww. record some stuff. 
Oh, great. I love that. That's great. Okay. I have a connection with my father. So That's your father. Oh, oh Dad. Thanks, Dad. Gave me a third hand. Yeah. <laughs> Normally that would be a conversation, wouldn't it? Dad, why do I have a third hand? And did you give this? Is it genetic? This is bad, right? <laughs> okay. Well, there you go. Probably didn't expect that one, did we? No. That's great. Thank you. <laughs> have Dutch and Lute made it to the top as well? No, no. They're, they're still in there looking up. But uh, as soon as they see you doing Lute has no problem just jumping between yeah. these. And, uh, Dutch, on the other hand, is, is awkward. He's swinging from books, uh, yelling out what they've called uh, and jumping to the next thing. But he eventually is going to get to the top as long as you know how to get him through. So I assume one of you can pull him through now. You are pulled up into another level of the lighthouse, uh, another level of what is appearing to be some sort of strange defence system to stop you from getting to the top. You seem to be in a narrow corridor with walls of brick that curve around the edge of the tower. It doesn't take long to figure out that you are indeed in a maze. In fact, you see it reflected from the roof, which is made of a series of interlinked mirrors. You can see this uh, maze only via the mirrors. In the centre of the room, you can see stairs leading, up, leading further up the tower. Another attack rocks the lighthouse and the room shudders into darkness for a moment. Shit, says Dutch. We gotta do this in the dark? All right, I saw this in a book. You just keep one hand on the wall and you keep walking until you get to the middle. I've heard that before, it's the left hand, right? Yeah, it doesn't really matter which hand you use as long as you just stay with that hand on the wall. He reaches out and touches the wall and a bolt of energy shakes through his body and throws him to the floor, and he moans in pain. Oops. Beyond the first corridor, the sound of rocks grinding against the floor echoes through the chamber, and all the walls have moved. Another bolt of energy strikes the tower, lighting the room enough through the narrow slits on the edge to provide a brief moment where you can see the mirror above. The maze looks different. It's a brand new challenge. All right, each of you will get a copy of the reflected maze. Uh... You can decide what you're going to do at that stage, but I've got... Oh, we have handouts. Oh, there's a handout. I have a maze for you. Uh-oh. Uh, so you're going to give, give what the maze looks like from uh, the roof, from the mirror. Uh, all you have to do is tell me the directions you need to take to reach the stairs. Left, left, right, left, that sort of things. Uh, if you pick the wrong direction, wrong direction, you will hit the wall and get zapped. Uh, you only need to tell me, you might get zapped. It actually attacks to your armor class, so you may not get hit. Uh, if you get hit... You get knocked to the floor, the room changes, and you've got to do the whole thing again, but you might be slightly closer. Uh, if you get hit but don't take any damage, like you get zapped but you're not quite hurt by it, Doesn't move. you keep going. All right? Um, you don't need to tell me if there's a direction, if there's a choice, like left or right, not for long straights. The assumption is that you can probably make your way through the straight bits. That's probably all you need. Who would like to go first? I'm at like eight health. Someone else can go first. Oh, I've got good health. I'm at 19. What are you at, Freya? Oh, I'm at 21. Okay, maybe you. This is the part that hurts. You will get about 10 seconds to actually figure out left, right, left, right. Okay. Right? And so then I take this back off you. So once I give it to you, you've got to figure out which way you're going. And I write it down here? Uh, you can write it down if you want to. 10 you seconds, can do it. holy 10 seconds. Cow. And just remember, you're seeing the reflection on the roof. Oh, fuck. Three, two, one. I don't know my left or right. <laughs> You're near the entrance of the maze. Which direction do you need to go? Oh, left. Correct. How do you know that? You wrote right. Oh, that was a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> 
Freya walks down the corridor just a little bit, feeling a little bit uncertain, but so far making the right decision. Are we going separately? Like, we're not following behind her? We could. I'm not, in, I'm not in charge of this operation. Yeah, let's go together. <laughs> it's dark, so do you, how do you want to stay together? Um, Hold hands. That makes sense, I guess. All right, so everybody holds hands yeah. as they're trying to figure out the right way through here. Left was the first one. Then where would you like to go? I'm going to go right. Correct. And then I'm going to go left. And you bounce into the wall. Fuck. Okay, so I will roll... I'm going to roll here to see if the lightning hits you. If it hits you and gets you, it will go down the line of people whose hands you're holding and get everybody. That is 18. What's your armour class? Oh, 15. Oh, can I use my shield? You can. Okay, so that takes you to... 20. Uh, Okay, so this lightning bolt doesn't hit you, but when you use your shield... Hi, my name is Savage and this is my dad. Sandros. And we're playing the memory of Freya. Was that you? What? Just then, with the paper, the flicking of the paper. Was that you? I do not know what you're talking about. (sighs) Ow, what? What's wrong, kiddo? What's wrong? You know what's wrong. You flicked paper at me. I do not know what you're talking about. Are you, are you insane? These accusations are unbecoming. I'm devastated by this attack on my character. (sighs) One more time, Dad. I swear on the gods, I will. I still have no idea. You got that right. <laughs> have you lost your mind? Here you go. In some more. Revenge, Dad. Wait, have you got an invisible shield? Maybe. And does it make bubble sounds when... When it deflects things? It sure does. Oh, I've got to learn that one. And so as a child, you learn how to do the shield from your father. And yeah, your shield makes bubble sounds when it deflects things. <laughs> yeah, little blip, blip, blip noises. Okay, so yeah, isn't that nice? You have such a sweet family. I um, do. Okay, you are a bit further on, but you didn't take any damage, so somehow you're still moving forward. Uh, I assume you know which one to do this time because it's right. the opposite of what you just did. Yeah, I'll go right. Morrigan, it's not that dark for you. Well, no, I can see in the dark. Mm-hmm. Freya, I noticed you've bumped into two walls now and almost got us all zapped. Um, I, I misunderstood the situation. I'm sorry. Uh, can you not see in the dark? I, <laughs> I may be Lara Croft, but <laughs> no, I can't see in the dark. I, I oh my god, that's so you. embarrassing. No, <laughs> I keep watching you walk into these walls that I can see, and I was, I'm just wondering why. <laughs> With the help of uh, Morgan's dark vision. You actually just walk your way through to the centre of the room. Woo! <laughs> there were walk so many on. ways to solve this. After climbing the staircase in the centre of the room, you find yourself in a rather quaint living space, furnished with a number of items of questionable magical power. There's a window blowing what appears to be a constant, comfortable sea breeze. Even as the wind roars outside and the tower shakes of each blast, the breeze remains. Roll me an arcana check. 20! 20! Ah. You've rolled two 20s on Icarna checks so far. It's apparently you're very good at that I stuff. I am magical. What did you roll? Eight. <laughs> uh, the room for you is full of interesting items, Karin, that get your attention, but oh. that's about it. Uh, Freya, what did you roll? 11. 11. Slightly better. Uh, it's the speed for you, what you notice, is the speed of the incoming energy balls outside the window, these giant things that have been smashing into the tower. 
they appear to be slow now. So slow you can actually see inside them as they approach. So you're looking out this little window sort of thing and you can ah. see them getting closer and closer. For whatever reason, you bring this to the attention of Morrigan. Morrigan, you don't just notice how slow they're moving, you notice the colours that swirl together. Purples, yellows, whites and greens and something else. Slowly spinning, slowly approaching. On the edge of the curved walls in this room is a mirror, swirling with an arcanic miasma. It looks to do little more than offer a reflection under the guise of being far more powerful than it really is. So you can see a mirror there that looks like it's doing more than it actually is. There's a sword in the corner of the room. Uh, upon closer inspection, it's nothing more than an illusion of a sword. If you try to grab it, your hands pass straight through. On a table to the side of the room is a map. The landscape it represents is brought to life by moving clouds, birds, dragons, pulsing lights. It's a living map. Your eyes search for a new puzzle in this room, but there are none. Just a little goblin with thin-rimmed glasses. Hi, I'm Kuzo. And raises an elaborately inscribed tube of metal in your directions. You recognise it from before. I'm not your enemy, but my little buddy here needs to know if you're a friend or foe. Butch, shoot it. <laughs> My name is Dutch. We're folk. Come at us, bro. I'm not killing anybody in this tower, Butch, right? show him all your guns. We're gun friendly here. <laughs> I don't know why you guys are so keen on killing stuff. I told you before, we need the people in the tower. We've got to prove we're friends to the gun. To the gun. How do we do that? We all kiss. <laughs> I'm in for that. All right, let's see if that works. We can try that a lot more often. Could we enroll persuasion? But what do you want to persuade him of? That we can trust, he can trust us. All right, yeah. What do you say to him? You can trust us. (laughs) You can trust us. (laughs) All right, Uh, roll with disadvantage. Trust me me is the, they're the words used by people who can't be trusted. can't be trusted. Um, We know what's going on outside and... We're looking for more answers, so we're here to help. Eleven. <laughs> he lowers the gun. Oh, he lowers the gun and says... Don't worry, we're kind of freezing time here. Actually, everything in here is being sped up, so it looks much slower. I just needed more time to think. Why are you here? We washed up on shore and the lighthouse disintegrated a guy that had attacked us and we have forgotten who we are. All of our memories have been erased. And old mate um, Mooch here has told us (laughs) that... that, um, Oh, for fuck's sake. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Has told us that you in the tower know, know about magic and could help us out with our memories. Maybe not me. But the guy upstairs would. It's just he's a little busy keeping the shields up. These lighthouses have never been attacked before. Never. They're too powerful. Something's gone wrong. Is there anything we can do to help? I don't know. The power's been draining out of them for months. They've hardly been working. It's a secret, though. Don't tell anyone. But just the other day on the beach, a couple of people washed up and, well, the lighthouse barely even got them. Just got one before we ran out of power. Was that you? It wasn't us. us. I'm not sure what you're talking about. You sure it wasn't you? Positive. I should point out it only shoots the people that shouldn't be here. Now, Nullis is upstairs. He's trying to hold back whatever this attack is. He's strong, but he can't last forever. I need a plan. And he moves over to the table with the map. 
Look here. Each lighthouse on this map connects to other lighthouses. Well, we can only see two of them on this map. I can see the two that we connect to, and they can see the two that they connect to. It means no one knows where they all are. And he drags you over to the map to have a look at it, and he points to where you are on the map. He points to a part of the map and says... Our lighthouse is over here. We can only see the other two lighthouses. There's one over here, and there's one to the south. Now, the problem is they're supposed to send power to each other, and we're not getting enough power. So I don't know what to do about it. But if we collapse, well, then the defence system starts collapsing, and anybody can come in then. Oh, God. And they can get anywhere. They can get halfway across the country before we can stop them. Who's they? Anybody who's trying to attack us. I have never been attacked here before. I don't understand why this is happening, but it's definitely an attack. Can we look out the window and see if we can see where these energy balls are coming from? Well, from before they were coming across the water. So they're still just coming across the water from over the horizon. Yeah. How about everybody just roll me a perception check? 20. 20. As I do. 19 plus 1. That's my girl. Or, if it makes you feel better. Well, Morrigan, you see a shadow move past the window. The wild time device makes it seem as though they are moving really slowly, but they're blurry. So the time difference is causing that blur. Karin, for a moment, whatever it is seems to stop and look directly into the room. It has a silver metal mask, a cat's face mask, if that makes sense. And you can't see who they are because it protects their identity. Freya, you do recognise the mask. It's an assassin from the Order of the Nine Lives. Are they trying to kill us? And then it's gone. And Kuzo yells, No! And runs up the stairs to the roof space. Oh, no, no, no! He's got answers that can help us and he's going to get killed. Can, can we run up after him? Run up him? after him, yeah. All right, you run up after yeah. him. At the top of the lighthouse is an elderly man, although you wouldn't know it from his stature. He stands nearly seven feet tall, no hunch to be seen, and he bellows a spell out into the wind across the sea. His name is Nalas Alasaf, keeper of the house. A shimmering shield of white light sparkles around the lighthouse's exterior. In parts, it looks faded as though there were holes desperately trying to heal themselves. From across the horizon, another barrage of incandescence hurtles towards you all, swirling purples and yellows and whites and greens, frothing around an unworldly bundle of oceanic flesh, suckers and scales, beaks, mouths, and even the occasional eye. The man raises his hand again, his skin shimmering with an aquatic blue tinge. He holds out an aged scroll as the bustling spell approaches. It slams into the shield, the lighthouse shudders from the impact, and for a moment, Pieces of colour wriggle their way through imperfections and failures. Roll me some more arcana. Let's see if you can see what's going on here. I've got a 15. All right. You feel the lighthouse shake and notice the shield looks stretched thin and you watch as this wizard uh, appears to hold the entire lighthouse together through the force of his presence alone. The moment seems to pass, but he appears weaker now. As he reaches the peak of his fervour, His voice is booming now. You notice something emerging from the other side of the scroll. Tentacles pushing forth, writhing and bursting free. Oh, not this fucking kraken again. Oh! 
See, after our magic shit again. Well, the magic of the tower, maybe. Or maybe he's just strong enough now after meeting you and stealing half your gems. Yeah, I'm pissed about that. <laughs> Nalas is trying very hard to hold this whole thing together, uh, but he's struggling and he's getting weaker. All right, we learnt last time that um, if we cut it and then burn it, that does something, right? Yeah. Can we attack it from here, or is that a, a not an option? Attack the part that's coming out of his spell. So it looks like he's trying to cast it, but it, something else is coming out. Right. The spell he wants isn't the one that's winning. Right. So, yeah, the, I guess the t- attack the thing that's coming out of the scroll. So he's trying to cast a spell. The spell that he wants is not coming, but the Kraken's strong. He's losing. And, and okay. as you saw when the first thing hit a second ago, some of it seemed to get through this time. It is still just magic, but it is yeah. getting in. He's okay. losing. Right. This big thing just hit the tower. So let's see what happens to you first. Everyone roll me okay. a dexterity or a strength check. You might be able to hold on to something this time. Otherwise, you might get knocked to the ground. Oh, man, two. Plus one, so three, three. Three, you are knocked to the ground. No damage, but you just knocked over. Five, uh, you're also knocked to the ground. Freya, how'd you go? Two. Wow, the three of you get knocked to the ground. Uh, so does Kuzo. Then you notice a hand pulling over the side of the tower and a ah. leaf-looking woman pulls herself to She's the top. She's hot. She is. Give me a look at this, babe. She's fine. Yeah. She, uh, she winks as she looks at each of you. elf? Uh, I wink back. Give me yeah, a... Yeah, you do. <laughs> My top falls off. <laughs> <laughs> Dutch, even though Dutch has been knocked out, he's like, you can try the kissing again. <laughs> <laughs> um, you're all knocked over and looking up as she comes over the top. She does look at you and sort of lets the look linger for a little bit longer than she needs to. And part of that is because mm-hmm. she knows how good she is and she knows she's just done exactly what she needs to do. Uh, everybody... Roll initiative. Five. Thirteen. One twenty-one. Damn. Freya, twenty-one. Did I get the top number? No. Oh, no. Someone else gets to make out with the hot chick. <laughs> I was going to make out with her. I was going to make out with her. <laughs> um, she was winking at me, ladies. I don't think she's that fussy. <laughs> she's, yeah, okay. <laughs> She steps over the top of the tower and Nihilus is looking very weak. Uh, she moves over behind him and she has a dagger in her hand at first and you watch as she shakes it and it stretches out and becomes a pike. She moves behind him and stabs him firmly <gasps> in the back and just pushes him over the side. Uh, he is what? falling. So he's gone. He is falling from the edge. As you watch him fall, Freya. <gasps> no. I have a memory. Hi, my name is Charmaine and I'm playing the memory of Freya. You can't remember her face. Your people don't rely on faces much. Smells, movements, actions. These are the things that tell us who we are, that distinguish us from others. So she had the face of a little girl, pretty eyes that narrowed as the hatred within her grew and she pushed you. The sandstone blocks that formed the wall from which you fell rose a hundred feet or more from the desert below, a monolithic feature of a magnificent fortress rising in defiance of the harsh landscape. You fell softly, as a feather perhaps, a skill learned from a caring godfather. The sand barely acknowledged your bare feet as they ended the fall. And then it was all gone, the girl, the castle, your whole life. 
The fortress was a thing of magnificent creation, a powerful protector. Few knew of it, only those who lived within its walls had seen it, and not one living soul knew where it was. Each day, as the sun reached its peak, the trumpets would sound, and moments later, the citadel and everyone in it would vanish and reappear elsewhere, a thin, ethereal wisp left in its place. The sun stared down upon its tortured sands, the wisp faded, and you were alone. Your hands still harboured the faint aroma of mint, the only lasting gift from the girl on the top of the sandstone fortress. Yeah! How's this podcast not a movie? Freya, with your memory flooding back of how you lost your whole family and your tears doing the same, you desperately try to remember how to cast the Featherfall spell, and as you reach out to grab the falling guardian, time seems to slow down. Don't worry about that. Don't them. play the song. Don't play I'm the song. Sure they'll be I want to cast Featherfall. It's I want to cast Featherfall. <laughs> it happens all the time. And we'll just wipe the microphone. <laughs> Right?